You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is The Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio on your Tuesday. Rob Parker, Mike Harmon filling in for Dan and the Danettes. And Mike, I just can't believe how fast two hours of the program has gone by, and we still yeah. have a little space for some football to talk about. Well, it's we? always football season, 365. We talk about guys staying in shape. Uh, we've got to keep our minds in shape and ready to go for the next iteration of the quarterback carousel and all of the social media sphere. I just got to take the moment, though. Honored to be uh, here in the morning with you. Uh, it's been a long time since you and I have been able to chop it up, right? Obviously, our show's back-to-back here in the afternoon and evening hours on Fox Sports Radio. So, good to be with you. Uh, I love uh, checking off boxes of working with legends. So, Oh, stop it. Are you kidding me? Hey. Stop. Are you kidding? But Hey. hey. But, but. No, I mean, the, the name has resonance, right? It's like Michael Jordan getting feeded at the All-Star game. Oh, I mean, my. I see you stop. walk around Radio Row. Everybody <laughs> wanted to come say hello to the odd couple, right? Well, well, we, hey, we appreciate that. It just means Chris and I have been around for a long time. And, yes, if you are listening, uh, you can check out The Odd Couple, uh, Chris Broussard and myself, um, 7 to 10 Eastern, yep, Fox then, Sports Radio, and, and then, then your show. Yeah, and then Jason Smith and I, 10 uh, p.m. Eastern to 2 a.m., uh, leading into our buddy Ben Maller, who's with you tomorrow. That's right. For spot. people who want to tune in to the Dan Patrick Show tomorrow, as Dan and the Dan has take some time off. Ben Maller, Ben Maller yeah, will be on with me tomorrow. Yeah, the in the morning. Think about yep. that. Yes. So, After they've maybe gotten a couple hours of sleep. So that'll be uh, that'll be fun as well as today. But let's get into it. And you saw the Instagram. I want you to get into that first and then I'll jump in. But Instagram sure. post uh, and tell people what you saw if you haven't seen Aaron Rodgers on Instagram. Yeah, as he went through, it's a little photo montage and a thank you for folks with him over the last year. And I'll just uh, read a little bit of it. Quote, here's some... Hashtag Monday Night Gratitude for some of the incredibly special people in my life with some pictures from the last beautiful year. He goes on to thank Shailene Woodley, former fiance, whatever their relationship is. It's over. This it's okay. But we don't it's know over. that. But we don't know that. It could all it could all be uh, for show, and they get behind the scenes. They're still together. I don't know. But either way, he wrote, "Thanks for letting me chase after you the first couple months after we met. Finally, let me catch up to you. Be part of your life." Uh, I love you. I'm grateful for you. Okay, so that we got that. And then the guys in the quarterback room. And then he goes through a bunch of teammates and, and folks along the way, the coaching staff. And then the last photo is the one everybody's making reference to, is that there is a picture of Randall Cobb, the guy that he brought back, Devontae Adams, and now there's a lot of uh, speculation and leaning that Green Bay will eventually put the franchise tag on Devontae Adams. Would give him about $18.5 million dollars. This next year, uh, but there's an empty space in between, and that's normally where Rodgers would be standing, right? So lots of pictures of the th- trio from other games, and this one looks like the Kansas City game if you look at a couple of the uh, jerseys behind them. So that was the game he didn't play, right? He was out due to COVID protocol, so he took that. But in the other photos, he's with the people that he's referencing. So here's me with my guy. Here's me on the couch with Shailene Woodley. And then the last is the picture of these two guys standing by themselves, which means everybody's getting into the world of speculation. Now, 
he's supposed to appear with Pat McAfee, or at least that's the expectation later on today. Uh, Gutekunst, uh, the GM, is supposed to meet with the press, but evidently that was already scheduled before the Rodgers thing, but obviously he'll have to address where they're at in their conversations. But it now owes to the three ways of looking at the world, Rob. Is he a Packer? Does he retire? Or is this the goodbye, I'm on to greener pastures? Uh, yeah, that is. And David Bakhtiari uh, put out a tweet of, is that, I guess Aaron Rodgers says, ah, blank, here we go again. And it's him walking uh, down this, you know, like, is he walking away? Is he done? I- I'll say oh, this. Oh, the old tunnel thing, right? Is yes. he out? Is he in? Yeah, he exactly. Right? And and I'll say this. I, I think there are only, I think there are only two, two courses of action for Aaron Rodgers. I really do. A, he stays with the Green Bay Packers and they fully commit to him and give him a new contract and they trade Jordan Love and just say, we're going to ride this out. And for the next three years, I mean, he just won back-to-back MVPs. He hadn't slowed down. And I think the Packers, despite their postseason failures, still give him the best chance to win. He's in the NFC North. You know, the Lions are bad. The Bears are got a new coach and the Vikings got a new coach and the situation. So they're in a great division where they can, you know, win that division and possibly have the top spot in the NFC. And then Tom Brady retires in the NFC. All the great young quarterbacks are fighting all in what? The AFC. So... I don't know about going to Denver and that's going to give you a better chance to get to the Super Bowl with all those quarterbacks over there. Not that I'm poo-pooing his talent or anything, Mike. I'm just talking about sheer numbers. I'll do it. He's a bum slayer. Okay. But I mean, you just po- mentioned playing in the division. Right. 72% I mean, winning percentage against the teams in division. During his tenure as a starter, Rob, because I'm a nerd this way, the Vikings, 51.5% winning percentage. Bears, right. 47. Lions, 36% since there's 2008. No, there's no doubt about it. But but anybody who thinks that he, they're, he, they're only winning because of that, that's fraudulent. Because if you remember, they went to San Francisco on the road. They won. They went to Arizona when they were 7-0 and without their three top receivers or defensive coordinator. And they won that game, if you remember. So they won some big games and whatnot, but they stunk in the playoffs. Well, Obviously, that's just they got it. Knocked You're out. winning in the regular season. Right. Right. You got um, me from A to B, except right. for that one magical season. But the other part is, I think it's either he stays in Green Bay or he retires. And I think, I really believe that there's a chance of that um, because of, you know, they talk about he always only wanted to wear the Packers uniform. He doesn't want to go anywhere, you know, didn't want to play anywhere else. There's something about that. There's something. And I will say, like, Derek Jeter playing all 20 years with the Yankees, like, because I believe Tom Brady was supposed to be like Derek Jeter. You win your championship, you stay in one uniform and all that. It didn't happen, and he wound up winning another Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, and now he's done. But I believe there's something to that. So, And he's mentioned retirement before. So I think it's one of those two things. I, I don't see... I don't see the going elsewhere part. I could be wrong... What about you, Mike? Yeah, I, I don't see the third as an option either, Rob. I mean, I, I'd love to, you know, shout and scream about it, and you know, like play. Let's play the top five destinations. I, I can do that if we want to. 
And, and anybody that wants to put Denver first are kidding themselves. I'm not going to the AFC West. Right. Right? I mean, because all three teams can play. Right? The Raiders are going to be better. Derek Carr may not be great, but you can have a lot worse options than him as your starting quarterback. And unless we forget, they were playing meaningful football down the stretch. Right? So, I mean, if you're going to tell me, hey, maybe Indianapolis, I'll hear it. Because Carson Wentz wasn't the answer for me last year, and he certainly isn't going to be their answer going forward, looking at the division and upheaval there. For me, it's the Packers, one, because why would you get rid of him? Right. And see, they, I'm with you. If you're if your ownership or, or you're the GM, do you want to be the general manager who tra- manager who traded away a back to back MVP? I'm I'm serious. Well, and I gotta I think to some degree, Packer fans uh, on some level are tired of the act, right? Because they got tired with Brett Favre at the end. But well, but that was because he kept pulling their chain every year. Well, right? but uh, I mean, at this point, is this not two years of Aaron Rodgers kind of pulling their chain? At least if you're reading between, because that's the other thing, is he hasn't said anything directly, really. He said a lot of stuff about the world at large, and we're, we're not even getting into any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I think he said, but, I'm not going to have this thing drag out. He did say that. No, and I, and I hope it's fast, right? Maybe even as early as today, right? The old, as early as today, this could happen, uh, as he goes on McAfee. But, you know, when they drafted Jordan Love, I, and again, you know, it might have been too early as a first round. But the point was, you had back-to-back years, he's had some injuries, and the last time he had gotten hurt, you had no backup plan. So Brent Hundley came in in a season that looked like it was a pretty good squad that you could have run with, fell apart. So in the two years before you drafted Jordan Love, yeah, you had the 13-3 and season, but 26 touchdowns, four picks, 25-2. and two. Good numbers, obviously a ridiculous touchdown to interception ratio. Most people would take those are those are bad years for him. No, but I'm talking quarterbacks would take those. But but it's from the touchdown perspective, right? right? When we're looking at finishing drives, and and we can always talk about run games and whatever else. And Aaron Jones was a beast then. But remember, in 2020, they took love, but they also got AJ Dillon, who was instrumental to what they were doing this year, right? I mean, the the part that's not being talked about outside of Aaron Rodgers is. All right, Matt LaFleur in big games. And maybe bringing in uh, Basaccia as the special teams coach will help fix some of those ills. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because football has a way of whatever you don't do, it always seems to show up against you. At the worst moment, absolutely. It, It just does. Like, whatever you don't do well... And you could say whatever you want about that. Obviously, you expect the Packers to score more points and and do a better job offensively. But what killed them? A block punt and and the missed field goal, like and the that, inability to actually move the ball as an offense. Right, but that's a whole other. But but you know what I'm saying. No, but absolutely. those are two big plays. Oh, but the, I mean, they're game changers. No question about it. And it, you knock down, drag out affairs. Look, it, I always argue with folks, and this goes back to just the fantasy football world. Rob, indulge me for a moment. Uh, arguing with former players for a long time before they realized they were a making dollars off it then and can make more dollars uh, off it now. B, uh, but the the idea that you know the the teams are going to score most games. Right, you got very few shutouts in an NFL season. Right, and on average, the, even the best defense has given up 18 points per game. But but they lost the game in which the defense didn't give up an right. offensive they did, touchdown. They did their job. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, special it's, teams. It's, was it's really a, a curious thing, right? And even during the regular season, they achieved without their defense being complete. Right, Jair <laughs> Alexander, Zadarius Smith weren't there. Zadarius Smith's a whole other thing we haven't even gotten into. Right, because he's but they just won as cryptic games, on Instagram. Mike. 
They won 13 sure. games with with the worst special teams in the league. Yeah. The worst. Not middle of the road. The worst. And they never cleaned it up. They never fixed it. But anyway, here's another issue I have, and I just want to throw this to you. I, I, I see people's tweets and what I, oh, Aaron Rodgers only cares about winning MVPs. Do you really believe that? First of all, he has no control over winning an MVP. Right? Tom Brady threw for a gazillion yards, uh, 95 touchdowns, and right. got 10 votes. Right, that, but that's, that's it. You could have argued that Brady should have been the guy if you want to just have that argument, which I think at some point you just shrug and say, okay, that's the vote, and you move on, right? Right. Uh, mostly because I think people look at more. It's not just piling up stats. That, that would be the big argument, like even LeBron thinking he's the GOAT because he has more stats. Well, he played since he, came, he didn't go to college, came out of high school. And compiling stats, Tom Brady had the best stats, didn't he? But he didn't win the MVP because there's more to it than that. And my point is, I don't believe for one minute that 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 Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to win Super Bowls. I just I think that's ridiculous to think that that a guy who's played doesn't want to win Super Bowls. Now it hadn't happened, but that doesn't tell me that he doesn't want to win. Was no. was he the one who botched the onside kick uh, against Seattle? That that was a Super Bowl trip sitting there. Yeah, there I, are other moments uh, where the defense wasn't never there and, and gave up 45 points in a playoff game. I, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying these are facts of what's happened over the last 10, 11 years for the Green Bay Packers. And Aaron Rodgers hasn't had his best moments in the playoffs. We've seen some great ones as well. Remember that throw in Dallas? Remember that? Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's throws, there's moments, and right? I mean, look, as you always say, it's wins and losses. That, uh, right? Sports has a short menu, wins and losses, right, but that, period. So that's what we have to do here, right? We have to apply it to everybody because, you know, going back to the the thing I said about division, right, everybody always wanted to cut Brady off at the knees because he played in the AFC East or least as they would call it. But people did not do the same thing to Manning or Breeze or Rodgers, which has always been confusing to me. But that's fine. I'll, I'll just do a long blog article somewhere else. But it, it's just the idea for Aaron Rodgers that he doesn't want to win. Look, there's throws, and people can, if you go through the All-22, I guess you could probably see things where he took the safe throw instead of pushing it. Most of the time, you applaud it, but when you're great looking for that little razor-thin movement to the top, yeah, those are going to be magnified, right? I mean, that that's just the way it works in all, all areas of business. You know, I, I go back to the seeding and taking the uh the time out that was the one the only on-field thing that i've really ever gotten uh, upset and i i've carried it with me now for two years rob so i'll do my therapy session with you is the fact that he went off the field and allowed them to kick the field goal to go down five because he, he threw the ball three times right so any madness about play calling with lafleur you had your shots but you came off the field and you gave the ball back to tom brady which I'll right. never understand. But, no, no, no. But, that, that's that's the the only thing I didn't. Under, the only thing worse than that move right there by Lafleur and that whole scenario was when uh, Seattle decided to throw the ball into the end zone at the one yard line with the best running back in football, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, I mean, with just, enough time to run two plays, right? right. But to I mean, me. you've got that situation, and then this with Aaron Rodgers. You had timeouts. You turn to the coach like, "I'm not coming off the field." 
Right. But you you've got to have the clout at that moment. But for all of this, I, I think it's, at least to me, this is much much ado about nothing and kind of needling the outside world. And maybe he just needed a moment of catharsis. And here's the year that I've had. And why can't it just be that instead of, ooh, look, at he just wants to see uh, his mentions. Right. Well, I well, we should I, we would love to hear from you yeah. here on the Dan Patrick show 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369. What do you make of Aaron Rodgers IG post and the pictures? Is this him signaling something? You know, we see cryptic messages all the time from athletes they don't they 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 don't say anything they just kind of put something out and then have people interpret it then they go on and and then shoot everything down you know instead of just saying what they mean or maybe he was just doing a photo dump you know like yeah. there's photo dumps where you got pictures and you decide to put something out and it ain't and we're reading way into it way more into it because that's what we do for a living. And, yeah, uh, I mean, maybe he just got, we got a little into three it. hours. Well, you know but maybe he just got a little into it last night, and he was feeling nostalgic. You know, I mean, you do it with your relationships, with your coworkers, your employees, your friends. I mean, you'll do that from time to time, won't you? Hey, you know, I really appreciate you, man. And maybe he just did it in a big Instagram dump. Yeah, it could be. So it's going to be interesting to see. How this thing plays out, and and so is he on McAfee today? Is that I case? believe that is the case. And Gutekunst, uh, if nothing else, a little later on this morning, will be speaking to reporters again, uh, allegedly all put together before the dump of last night for right. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but you know that'll be question one, two, thirty-seven, well, yeah, oh, yeah. thirty-eight. It'll, it'll <laughs> definitely be there. But right? when he won, when he won the MVP, I mean, he was very spoke very highly of yeah. the front office and. Everything. I mean, that didn't sound like I'm done, did no, it? No, that sounded you? like a guy who'd uh, found finally mended some of those relationship issues. And was at we peace with about. the organization. Yeah. That, it sounded like to me. So, all right, we'll take your phone calls coming up next on Aaron Rodgers. What does this all mean? If it means anything, 877-99 on Fox. It is the Dan Patrick Show on a Tuesday don't forget later on tonight on the Odd Couple, it's the Trash Talking Tuesday edition. But on a Tuesday, Fox Sports Radio, stick and stay America. It is the Dan Patrick Show on a Tuesday, Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, Mike Harmon sitting in for Dan in the Danettes as they take some time off. Tomorrow, the legendary Ben Maller and I will be uh, controlling these airways from 9 a.m., to noon Eastern. So uh, you want to uh, wake the kids, call the neighbors about <laughs> tomorrow and jump in with us. But right now we are talking about Aaron Rodgers and uh, his Instagram post. Does it mean he's retiring? Does it mean nothing? Is it just a photo dump? Uh, you know, what does the postseason, I mean, the the, the uh, offseason uh, present for Rodgers and the Packers? Maybe we'll find out some of that stuff uh, sooner than later. 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number. 877-996-6369. And uh, we want to hear from you. Join in. What do you get from what you've seen on Instagram from Aaron Rodgers? Plenty to get to, but appropriately. Hey, they say good things come to those who wait. Pause.
The 2022 Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Takes no time at all to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at mbusa.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. All right, let's go to the phones. we got race day in Detroit. Welcome in to the Dan Patrick Show. How are you? Hey, I'm good, fellas. Uh, this is uh, Raside, also oh, known Raside. as Super. I'm sorry. Yeah, also known as Super Raside from Detroit, Michigan. I, I didn't um, mean to disrespect. My apologies. No, you're good, brother. Um, I wanted to comment on LeBron James first because I was on hold, but I want to talk Aaron Rodgers quick as well. But LeBron James, two comments. One, he should not consider himself as the GOAT. He should consider himself as one of the GOATs. It's not fair for one person to call himself the GOAT because you have other GOATs like Magic Johnson, uh, Kobe, Shaq, you name it. So that's the only thing I have with that as far as him calling himself the GOAT. No, there are more than one GOAT. You are one of the GOATs. And as far as him and Bronny James, yes, that would be beautiful for, for any organization. It would be just like the three ball brothers getting on the same team. It'd, it's a win-win all the way, all around. And I don't think it, it, would, it would do justice for any organization. Uh, LeBron can go anywhere and make this happen. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, make it happen, him and his son. Why not? Now, as far as Aaron Rodgers, Bro, I think he need to go to another team. I didn't see the post, the the, the 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 whatever, the Instagram. In my opinion, I think he should go to another team. He has plenty of time to make up his mind. I don't think a lot of people should be speculating right now what he's going to do because he can make up his mind, change his mind. He can do a lot of different things in between now and the time he has to, has to do what he needs to do. So I think he needs to be away from Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams needs to be away from him because every time I think of those two, I think of them as like being on an island together, stranded, alone, and that's <laughs> That's ridiculous because their formula is not getting it done. All right. Aaron Rodgers needs to move on. Appreciate and, uh, you. All right. Appreciate all right. We got to move. We got to move. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Rishi Day. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, two he, out of three uh, ain't bad with the Ball Brothers, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah on the island, saying, Aaron yeah. Aaron Jones and a few of others. Other I, I don't know about being on an island. I mean, they win 13 games a year. They haven't had the postseason success, but uh, the team is pretty darn good, and it, they got to figure it out. Exactly. Okay. All right, let's go to Andre in Massachusetts. What say you? What's going on? Thanks for taking the call. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is very astute at playing the fame game, and he doesn't believe in the offseason. That's his time to boost his Q rating. So I think he's going to be very active on social media with these mysterious posts, and he's leaning this way and he's leaning that way. But everybody knows Aaron Rodgers has been the MVP the last two seasons. The Green Bay Packers, they've had two home NFC championship games. They stormed down the field on that first possession against the 49ers and scored. It looked like they were going to the Super Bowl. Both times they didn't get it done. So he knows his best chance. Remember that was that wasn't the NFC Championship right. game. That was that was. I was just going to let him finish round. his point though. Go ahead. But yeah, Andre. Point taken, Rob. Point taken, one hundred percent. It was a home game uh, in Green Bay. My bad on that. But the point is, he realizes his best chance to win is in Green Bay. All the pieces around him. He has his QB coach in uh, in place. So that's where he's ultimately going to end up, in my view. And then all this other stuff is to boost the Q rating. Rating. Did we lose after him? his playing? Oh. There you go. All right. Appreciate you, Andre. Yes. Appreciate you so much. Thanks so much. much. And for all the input on the calls today. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you. You guys were insightful and it's fun. It's always good to mix it up with uh, uh, the listeners of the Dan Patrick Show. And now let's welcome in. We're going to talk some NBA switch gears with Ryan Hollins, a friend of ours, uh, the 10-year NBA vet. 
who uh, is the color analyst on the Houston Rockets game. And Mike, just for your FYI, we had a big steak dinner, steak and lobster dinner down in Houston this past, uh, uh, during the season, right? And let's welcome in uh, Ryan Hollins to the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. What up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, fellas? You picked up that check too, right? You know what? You mean me? <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, not somebody. you. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blow my own to my own horn, but I did pick up Look the check, you. Ryan, didn't I? Yeah, I was gonna say there's somebody who's doing quite well over there. <laughs> well, he's dominating. Well you know there. that? It's <laughs> someone doing quite well. You're sleeping on man. Man, Rob Parker. There you go. He's, he's on that yeah. Huel bet of money, you know, like in Breaking Bad. Yeah, whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> That's because I got nine jobs, Ryan. That's you know okay. That. The hustle is real. Yes. All right. So, Ryan, so much happening over uh, All-Star Weekend and, and whatnot. Uh, I just want to get your take. So, did you the, the LeBron interview with Kenny Smith from TNT saying, proclaiming he's the GOAT. What do you make of that? Is that his place to say he's the GOAT, or should other people say that? Of course it's his place to say that. Why not? No, Michael Jordan says it. Go ask Michael Jordan what he thinks of himself. He's not going to say, man, I'll leave it up to your opinion now. He may say that to the public behind closed doors. He's saying that I've he never seen a is. tape of Michael Jordan saying he was the GOAT. I mean, you'd have to show me that tape. Listen, man, listen. There's no question that you know Michael Jordan feels that way about himself, as he should. So we shouldn't have a problem when LeBron does it. And then now, and Rob Parker, you know better, you know darn well better than to think that Michael Jordan doesn't feel that way about himself. I so said I, I've never I heard him say deal. it. There's a big difference with feeling confidently, and you saw the crowd response. Who got the so biggest response, ways. Ryan, at the All-Star Weekend? Was it LeBron James, who's from Cleveland, Akron, or was it, Le- or was it Michael Jordan? Listen, it doesn't matter. You've heard Michael say it in enough ways. You probably heard Kobe Bryant say it in a matter of ways. We miss him. But I'm going to tell you one thing. You can't have problems when LeBron says it. He can crown himself. He can believe in himself. If LeBron was like, ah, you know, I don't think I'm that good. Like, we would have a problem. You shouldn't have a problem. You don't have to say that, Ryan. Yes, you can. And let me tell you this. This is the problem I have. I only recognize one king in the United States, and that's Burger King. So I'm not with that. (laughs) Home of the Whopper. (laughs) And that brought the crowd to uh, to a halt and a number of uh, one-liners just all over the place, wherever you are across America. Ryan, good to have you with us. All-Star break, the final quarter of the season upcoming. What's been the biggest surprise for you this year? Oh, biggest surprise this year. I'm going to probably have to throw out a couple. I'm going to probably have to throw out a couple. Um, For one, I didn't see James Harden wanting out again. There you go. That's a big one. I agree with you. That escalated quickly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would have seen that coming. Uh, Cleveland, like, oh, my goodness. Like, it's just an amazing story going over there uh, on in Cleveland so much that, you know, obviously you just spoke about LeBron. There may be rumblings. There are rumblings of saying that, you know, he may want to go back and finish up in Cleveland. I that, like that Darius much- Garland said, beat it. Right. We're doing just fine. 
I mean, that's fine. Of course, it sounds like Hey, if, like, hey, if LeBron can talk about being a GOAT, the young guy can say, we don't need you. Yeah, just the same way that Bruce Arian said that Antonio Brown would never play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that he did. So hey, life changes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Um, but in all reality, I think those are those are huge shocks. Um I think the Bulls' success a little bit, you could see it, but how successful they've been, uh, a, a bit of a, a, a bit of a shock there. Um, I don't think anyone saw the Lakers being this bad. Yeah, let's just yeah. I mean, we inevitably we had agree to get with there. that, Ryan. Like, yeah. like I didn't but think it, it was a in, fit. Injuries are a thing too, so it, 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 we kind of saw the injuries, but I thought we thought they'd work through it, right, Rob? Right. It has been worse than I thought. And even with the, the numbers LeBron has put up, he doesn't impact winning like he used to. If he Years ago, if he were putting up these numbers, you would win games, and, and he puts up great numbers, and they still don't win. What is that? They don't defend. If you okay. go back and look at LeBron's teams historically, he's gotten his numbers, numbers, and he's had a group of guys around him that play defense. And the Lakers have gotten to a point where they say, hey, you know, we want to, you know, catch up with the trend of the three-point shooting and, and and do all that. And and we want to get up and down and we want to push our pace. And the Lakers' pace is excellent. Their offensive rating is excellent. It's probably the highest it's been in years, but defensively is where they struggled. And if you think about that championship they won and everybody was so tired of Danny Green and this and that, but guess what? That team defended and they were able to win championships because of it. So the Lakers came out with a different approach and said, we're going to score the basketball and it, 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 it's a disaster. So they, they can't get stops now. But the biggest difference, to answer your question, is that LeBron's teams had defenders around them. So when he got to average around 27-7-7, the pace of the game was much, much slower, and you saw a much larger impact on what was happening in the basketball game. Philadelphia third at the break, 35-23. Joel Embiid has been uh, magnificent would be the – we can go through the thesaurus with all the different words to describe it, Ryan – uh, is he going to be celebrating the arrival of James Harden, or is he going to be on the poster of disgruntled former teammates when this ends? No, he's going to have to be excited because essentially no disrespect to Steph Curry, but you swapped out Steph Curry for James Harden, you know? So so by any means, you know, that, that should be an upgrade there. Or if, he, if James Harden just wants to be a spot-up shooter, he should be able to play that role. So, I think Embiid should be ecstatic, and that's still a, a pretty decent uh, basketball over, team over there with, you know, Tobias Harris, Court Maz, and, you know, maybe they're not as stacked as when they had a team with Jimmy Butler and all those boys, but uh, James Harden is definitely, you know, you, you, you filled a spot where there was literally not a player. You end up getting a, a player in, in James Harden, and I don't think the, it, the level of intensity that Embiid is playing at, I, I believe if he stays healthy, he should be the MVP of the NBA this year. Uh, you know, it, you don't expect the same load from James Harden. I'm pretty sure that Philadelphia and Doc Rivers understand that, you know, they're not going to just put the ball in his hands the same way that they did in the past, but they have a guy on a perimeter that can go out and create a shot when needed, and it's really just a matter of going out and making sure that James is healthy at this point. Our guest is Ryan Holland, former uh, NBA 10-year vet and current Houston Rockets uh, color TV analyst. And let's talk about Brooklyn and uh, Ben Simmons and how he fits. A lot of people like 
Ben Simmons because he doesn't have the pressure. If you have Kyrie and you have Durant as the as the guy shooting and scoring, and uh, Ben obviously with big body and can defend and a playmaker. How does he fit if they have all three of those guys playing in, in a game? Is that good for Brooklyn? This should be a golden scenario, and I'm pointing to a guy on the West Coast, which is working out really well for an Andrew Wiggins, who's the first time All Star. Andrew Wiggins gets to play a comfortable role of the third or fourth scorer on the team. You know, you, you'll see games where Jordan Poole will be more aggressive than Andrew Wiggins, but Andrew Wiggins, you know, just keeps playing consistent basketball. And I think that Ben Simmons, at the end of the day, may be more comfortable as a third or fourth option or a defender. And now that you're not playing with Joel Embiid, the paint ends up being wide open. He might be their power forward or center, to be honest, guys. And that's not that shabby because Kevin Durant, seven feet tall when he comes back and he's healthy. So, you know, I think this is an excellent move and opportunity for Ben Simmons. And I think that even if you say, hey, like, let's, let's, let's just play the odds. Hey, Ben Simmons, you know, doesn't develop the jump shot. You know, he kind of is who he is. And, and if he is the same player that he was, I think that's extremely effective and something that Brooklyn really needed uh, was to get younger. And obviously, I, I think it's a, a win on both sides. It's one of the rare trades. You know, we can't really debate who, who really won the trade, essentially, because you just add a player into the NBA that we didn't have. And Ben Simmons was sitting out, unfortunately, but I think it's a win for everybody to see him in a uniform. All right. There we go. We thank you for the knowledge. We appreciate you, as you always, Ryan. Me, and uh, we'll Stop see you it. down. What's that? Stop it, Rob. You don't what? appreciate wow. me, man. I do Stop appreciate it. you. How could you say Mike, that, man? Mike appreciates me, but you don't, man. I do. When I came to Houston, I made it my, my business to see you down there, didn't I? That's did. huge. You did. You did. You did. You did. He's I a man of the people, Ryan. You know that. Hey, hey, when we went out, everybody in the restaurant, hey, Ryan, they came over to him and said, hey, I'm loving you on the broadcast. I mean, I just felt like a peon. I was just sitting there. Did you, did you have to take a bunch of pictures? <laughs> you know, they were like, is that your is that, is that your drunk uncle at the table? Wow. Ryan? You know? <laughs> now you should have played the role. That would have been interesting <laughs> that was it hey ryan hollis we appreciate you here on the damn right, show see you Stay buddy well. <laughs> that was so funny all right uh it is the dan patrick show rob parker mike mike Harmon filling in for dan and the danettes Mike, we're going to put a nice bow on this bad boy coming up next stick and stay it's fox sports radio it's the dan patrick show america Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts it is the dan patrick show on a tuesday rob parker mike Harmon. Filling in for Dan and the Danettes, you can catch uh, The Odd Couple with Chris Bouchard and myself tonight, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, here on Fox Sports Radio. And, of course, Mike Harmon, 
Right after you, buddy. 10 p.m. Eastern Time till 2 a.m. Jason Smith and I always be promoting the next thing, the next sale, Rob. That's what we do. Always, always, always. And uh, let's finish up the program here on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, as I said, tomorrow, uh, Ben Maller and I will be filling in for Dan and the Danettes. But uh, here, Mike, I want you to take this over, basically. We got some fun stuff we want to talk about to end it up. And uh, the program with. Yeah, I got a couple of kind of fun stories that popped up. One we'll get to uh, because there's a petition going around. But this is what I thought you'd appreciate. Uh, during your time in Cleveland as part of the All-Star festivities, we know about the trade deadline and all of the the social media genius that we've had from some of the NBA stars. And one of them was Joel Embiid. Remember when the trade went down and Ben Simmons was finally uh, removed? From the situation in Philadelphia, Joel Embiid uh, posted the picture of the guy who comes well-dressed to a funeral. Everybody has seen that. The shades, the long coat, and just somber. But, you know, if you could see his eyes, they'd be piercing holes into your soul. Well, evidently, you got to meet up with that guy over All-Star Weekend, and they had a nice little photo uh, opportunity. I I think that's uh, next level by Joel Embiid. Uh, That's a long memory. I don't think that'll be squashed, uh, he and whatever was going on with Simmons, quite as easily as the uh, Celtics, who seem to have gotten along with Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett and everybody now clowning around. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Yeah, that was bad because you remember it was the whole – Trust the process and building and putting in all those losing seasons to get those players and then to have this thing. Remember when they lost to uh, Toronto and, and, and Kawhi Leonard, remember, in the game yeah. seven and the bounce and all that? Like they were. No, that's just it, right? There's a lot. They were on the heels of maybe doing something special to criticizing Ben Simmons for not shooting and then saying they're not sure if they can win with him. And before you know it, you have World War III and things not working out, you know, and and things coming apart and a divorce being uh, pending and finally happening. Man, that was a a damn Shakespearean three-act play. Thank you. Is really what it all came down to, right? (laughs) The honeymoon period, all right, bad things are happening, uh, and now – well, here's the end, and well, usually in Shakespeare uh, tragedies, uh, there's there's a lot of bo- there's a body count, and this guy would show up for that funeral. The other story I wanted to bring to you because I, I think you appreciate this, as we are in Southern California, and one of the things folks like to do here in the late fall, winter, even early spring, is get out and ski, and you, you head to Lake Tahoe, right? We've seen golf uh, tournaments there, and the celebrity tournaments tournaments, whatever, but it's a nice little getaway a few hours out of here. Uh, But they've got an issue in that they have a rogue 500-pound black bear who's been going through South Lake Tahoe, and they're saying smashing through fences and windows, getting into the houses and taking food. Not a one-time occurrence. This has now become a regular thing, and almost uh, the way it reads in some of these write-ups, Rob, it's like it's a badge of honor to have Hank the Tank as he's called, come rolling through. I also have looked at pictures, and I ain't buying that he's only 500 pounds. But that's a whole other thing. Uh, but they've got a petition now to try to save him from euthanasia. Yes. And, and to just have him relocated to a wildlife facility to where you can go visit Hank the Tank. There were folks with petitions to feed Hank the Tank uh, and go into Gavin, Gavin Newsom about this. I really hope, I mean, you know, not to dismiss Hank the Tank and, and what's going on well, for the good folks of South Lake Tahoe. I hope Newsom has other things to deal with. 
above well, the no, black bear, no, right? No, no doubt about it. But I mean, I think people are the danger. So far, no one's been hurt, right? Or, you no, know, that's like, the amazing thing, right? With yeah, the, like the people are acting here. like, oh, don't do anything to the bear. You can't have a bear running around. What happens if a if a kid or or somebody's trapped and a situation happens with the bear? I mean, they got to make sure that uh, people are safe. I just think if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, I might put a helmet and shoulder pads on them and put them on the uh, offensive line to protect Joe Burrow going forward. <laughs> Food bill might be more than the average uh, NFL minimum contract. That's right. And he and because he's not a vegan like other players are turning to be. <laughs> but if you could get him to be a, da- a literal dancing bear for you on the line there, I mean, that would be pretty good. I mean, get the guy they trained for, uh, what was it, the, the tropics when uh, Will Ferrell was there uh, getting after it <laughs> with that bear that he was wrestling and everything. But, yeah, it, it's an interesting story. But all in all, I mean, it, it's crazy sports sports landscape that we've got going here, right? I mean, the NFL lives and breathes. We'll find out some more Rodgers fun or at least get some more talking points today. You and I both uh, anxiously awaiting Major League Baseball announcements. And yes. then, of course, the, quote, second half of the NBA season. There's a lot to digest here. No, there's a lot of stuff still going on, and hopefully there'll be some good news with the uh, baseball stuff, and then uh, you know maybe it won't be dragged out in Aaron Rodgers and his future. I think we're both on the same page there. It's either uh, Green Bay fully committing to Aaron Rodgers and moving on from Jordan Love, and and to me, uh, or he retires and he surprises everybody. Uh, and maybe this year was a lot with the, you know, with the vaccination and all that and what he went through and then the terrible playoff loss. But he did win another MVP. You go out on a high note. He's had an unbelievable career individually. And sure. you can't say he's never won. You know, people, you know he did win. He did he got, win he got, one. I was there. I watched it live and in living color. Yes. Yeah, so I watched the uh, dreams dashed. I was sitting amongst uh, Steelers families. Uh, that that's a story for another day. Uh, but just no doubt. But a guy with a magnificent career. We've been, you know, had a good run with these quarterbacks. Hopefully, the young guys live up to the billing here over this next decade. No doubt about it. And all I can say is, Mike Harmon, a pleasure. It's been a while since me yeah. and you got to mix it up on a radio show. Well, we got to see each other last week, which was a, a good bonus, right? A little bit of crossing paths and whatever. Good to be back in the mix, and and we'll have to uh, go find a lunch spot, and uh, I'll pick up the check on that one because I need to pick your brain. There you go. We can make that happen. All right, Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Don't forget, check out the Jason Smith Show tonight and the Odd Couple Stick and stay America.